And we have a champion, the people's champion, if you will, a crispy chicken sandwich breast, some lettuce, maybe some tomato, maybe a slice of cheese if you like it deluxe. Maybe some pickles. Maybe some pickles, two of them maybe, some toasted bun with some butter. I just described to you the favorite sandwich in America, maybe the world, the crispy chicken sandwich. It's lunchtime and I'm hungry. And welcome to the Shooting 2 podcast. Yay! <laughs> the Swishers have spoken. And uh, yeah, here we are, Onik. Crispy chicken takes it down. We had him as a four seed. We did. The, U- the Yukon Huskies win the national championship as a four seed. Uh, I heard a lot of pundits after the fact saying, you know, UConn was actually the best team all season. And they just had a they just had one bad month where they lost <laughs> some games and and you know that affected their seeding. Crispy chicken. Did we did we miss the seeding? Should they have been a one seed? Did we get it right? I don't know. What are your, what are your takeaways? The, we'll talk about the that region. That region was just a good region, but crispy chicken I underestimated just a little bit before we get ahead of ourselves. Yes. It's raining outside. Those of you <laughs> listening to this, you know, traffic's going to take a little bit longer. You're going to be in your car a little bit longer in that Uber or BART or train or subway a little bit longer. So to that end, we're going to just have a little bit of a lazy river episode. We're just going to, you know, hit on this, hit on that, as if yes. you're curled up next to the fire with Andrew and I just chatting, just chatting. E- eating a crispy chicken. Eating a crispy Sandwich. chicken on a bearskin rug. You had, first of all, shout out to you for get, helping my niece and I come onto the floor just to check it out during shoot around. Now, before we saw you at the game, you had what I would consider a traumatic event. I'd consider it traumatic. <laughs> the floor is yours. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I would say it was uh it was quite shocking. Um, so I like to go to the gym. Uh it's near my work. I I go, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna name names. I go to the UCSF gym, uh, which is right near my office, right near Chase Center. And this is a Friday afternoon. I'm going to work out now, like any sane American or global citizen, I bring an extra change of clothes for the gym. I bring my workout shorts, my workout shoes, my shirt, and of course, a pair of socks and boxers, either for the workout or for after the workout when I I get changed after I shower. So Full disclosure, I don't bring a lock to the gym. Now, some of you are going to say, what are you doing? You're leaving yourself open to be stolen from, and you can't trust people these days. The world has proven that time and time again. But I have faith in my gym. This is a an affluent, trusting community. I can come, work out, put my stuff in a, in a locker. <laughs> I always like to have my bag droop out of the bottom of, of the door so that people know there's someone's stuff in here. So beware. So I go to the gym. I am wearing my suit and my dress clothes. So I change into my workout stuff. Now, this is a key component of this story. I'm wearing white Calvin Klein 
underwear, very Fancy. nice quality. Yeah, very nice quality. And I have what I would classify as a rattier pair in my bag for after the gym. So rather than working out in my nice white briefs, I decide to take those off, get in the nude, but pre-workout, put on the rattier pair of Hanes, work out in those, and then go back to my nice uh, Calvin Klein. So that's what I do. The key to that is when I come back from my workout and I have now showered and it's time to get dressed, the white underwear is nowhere to be found. I am looking everywhere. I'm looking back in the shower. Did I accidentally pick them up on the way to the shower? I look through, I look through my stuff six times over Incredible. and I come to the conclusion. Someone has definitely stolen my white underwear. My Clean underwear. underwear. Has, my, well, it, it's day worn, but still yeah, clean. day worn. Yeah. Still clean. Still clean. It has been stolen from me by someone <laughs> at my gym. <laughs> so the obvious questions the switchers are going to ask are number one. Yeah. Why not just wear your day underwear and work out? Yeah. So I, again, I, I typically do that. I, I, I would say 98% of the time sure. I do that. And but, it's a, I'm, I'm glad you asked the question. A, this white pair of underwear is a, of way higher quality than what was in my bag. And right. here, here's the key here. On meaning, it, meaning, glad... meaning you don't want to trade in what you know to be a good wear around for work yeah. underwear for what was the alternative, which is not as nice. So you just decided to do yeah. a little switcheroo, put on the nice repair after you're done working out. Do a switcheroo. And, and again, this has only been a half day of wearing right. these underwear. I have not done anything basically, extenuating. Basically brand new. Yes. Now also, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the white underwear within a year old, the Hanes pair, we're probably getting to that three, four year mark where maybe the elastics a little, a little worn. We're starting to have those, those considerations on getting rid of them versus keeping them. And I do think Maybe it's not this episode, but at some point we need to talk underwear. We need to talk we socks. We need to talk about all things, uh, those now, garments. And I'll ask one of the obvious questions. The next obvious question is, so what do you do? Well, so, yeah. And, and you know, I'm glad you asked the question about why I changed. What I'll do with that question is I'll say, in the past, I have had the thought, did my boxers get stolen? I can't find <laughs> my second pair of boxers, but I've always leaned on the assumption, oh, I must have not packed an extra pair of, of boxers. Mm -hmm. That's on me. Because I had switched, I knew I had a second pair it. of boxers. So what do I do? I call my friend Onik. What else That's would right. one do when their underwear has been stolen? <laughs> but call their friend Onik, not only for support and for a laugh, but also I do this in the gym, in my headphones. I, I have but I want to I want to say it out loud in the so, locker room so right. that if the thief is still amongst us, right. he hears, "Hey, buddy, I'm on to you." Okay, I know <laughs> about your freaky fantasies with my undies. Two two things to close here. One was my niece was my my six year old niece was in the car listening to the phone call. That was gold. <laughs> uh, and the second thing was, yeah, we need to just put a pin in this. Yes. And we have to come back to the topic because there's there's so many layers to this. The second thing was you asked the, the front desk clerk yes. and he said, this isn't the first time it has happened. That's it. Teaser. We'll come back to the story. Not only is it not the first time, but he says this has been happening a lot. Ooh, so apparently even better, even better teaser, even better we, teaser. We have 
thievery amongst us when it comes to Amazing. underwear. Uh, was it a fetish? Was it for necessity? Is there a resale market of underwear? We'll get into that in a future episode. The one thing I will I will say here, Anik. So your niece, you guys come to the game. I take you down to the floor. She's been laughing about this underwear situation the whole car ride, I'm sure. You bring it up when we see each other humorously, and she starts crying. Uh, what a what a moment, sad moment Baron for the two moment. of us of just like, oh, wow. But uh, you got to you got to rip that bandaid off. So I love it. we we got it. Um, yeah, underwear jokes are in her near future if there are you know <laughs> if they aren't already there. Um, but suck final four. First, let's talk about we, we as off the top we talked about the the sandwich final four. You know, crispy chicken takes down Italian. Your pick takes down my pick. Yeah. 65% of the vote, you know, Chrissy Chicken dominates Bon Me. I think Italian Crush Turkey Club. Not a very interesting final four. I think the, the biggest learning I have is maybe next time around when we do a bracket, we need to be, we need to either just do a Adam Silver special and he'll, he'll eventually do this, but just open the seating. Just forget about regions. Just one through 32 straight up. And I think that's going to be a change for next year's tournament because the messy region was just too strong to your point. Billy Cheesesteak, there's just so many uh, bangers in there. Um, but crispy chicken takes it home. I'm not upset about it. I do love a good crispy chicken sandwich. Am I surprised that meatball marinara wasn't in the mix? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. surprised. But yeah. here we are, crispy chicken reigns supreme over the shooting two podcast. And I think this might be one of the best things we've ever done for society is the sandwich bracket of 2023. <laughs> Wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> Excellent job on on, on the, putting together this bracket, uh, the thought, the design, the consistency, the swishers, they were into it. Now, why does crispy chicken win in such a overwhelming fashion throughout this tournament? I look at a couple different things here the availability of crispy chicken, whether mm. it's a fast food establishment, you're going to Chick-fil-A, you're going to Popeye's, you're going to McDonald's, wherever you go fast food wise, they've got a crispy chicken sandwich and it's, it's pretty good, but also sit down restaurants. You go to a nice lunch, you go to a dinner spot, you go to a pop-up, a, a, tr- a you know, a, 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 a truck. They've got crispy chicken sandwiches all over the place. I would say it's the most widespread sandwich in today's world. Like, you're not getting an Italian everywhere. You're not Correct. certainly not getting a bond me or a turkey club everywhere. So I think crispy chicken is just dominating society right now. And I would also say that quality wise, it's pretty consistent, whether you're talking fast food to uh, to a higher quality establishment. What say you? That analysis was perfect. I, I have nothing to add. A good crispy chicken sandwich is very, very delicious. It and is. as I always say, that's my judgment is what is how good is the best version of that sandwich, which is why yeah. I was rolling with Italian because a mm-hmm. perfect Italian sandwich is incredible. Mm. But a crispy, ch- a really good crispy chicken sandwich, also, also really good. So not surprising. M- shifting gears to the actual final four. Yeah, the San Diego State shop by, by Butler was tight. Buzzer beater. That was cool. Sorry for Lord Atlantic. But watching the other two games, the other semifinal and the final, it just reminded me why I hate watching college basketball. <laughs> like I waited a week for this, these games and just, ugh, I know, look, Anik, you got a buzzer beater. Like, why are you complaining? I'm complaining because I watched a lot of non buzzer beater games and it, and, and is it worth it? Was it worth it? Absolutely not. I could have been spending time 
with my six-month-old daughter. But instead, I was watching these blowout games that were just not fun to watch, just hoping, oh, maybe this is where they make a push and it's going to get close in the last two minutes. And I had that feeling for the last 20 minutes of every game. Wasn't fun. But NBA is around the corner. But I mean, what, what's your takeaway here? Yeah. Congrats, UConn. Who cares? I honestly, yeah. who cares? I, I'm yeah. actually getting more into G League than I am about college basketball. Yeah. Or, well, so or, or XFL. It, so, it sounds like you are. Yeah. You're looking to the, to the future of amateur basketball, right? Like does Bronny James go play for the ducks or for right. the Duke, or does he go play for the G league and get himself ready for the pros right. and pre- play professional basketball? Um, you know, I will give a, a kudos to UConn in that, you know, five national championships since 99, particularly given that the modern era, we're talking about a 64 team bracket. That's pretty impressive to string together five championships in a, in a quarter oh, century. Unbelievable. And in any sport. Yeah. And you've done it with three different coaches, obviously tons of different players. So UConn gets the blue blood stamp of approval. They join the ranks if they haven't already of Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, UCLA, you name those teams. They're in that, 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 that echelon. Also I'm with you watching the final four games was a reminder of why college basketball is very tough to watch. Like they're, they're, they're overdoing it with the play calling and the lack of free flowing artistic basketball, especially San Diego state. Like you're down double digits, that whole final I know. and you're not shooting threes and why? Cause I guess you can't make threes. That's a problem with your, <laughs> your program and, and college basketball in general. Speaking of uh, making a jump shot. Yes. Yes. You know, you know who who is better in the college basketball realm and making a jump shot is women's basketball oh players. God. They can hit a jumper, first of all. They can hit a jumper. The final four for the women's phenomenal. Amazing. Phenomenal. And I don't know if we're gonna do the talking head thing about the trash talk between Caitlin Clark and um, Angel Reese. But what I will say is everyone is too soft. Let people trash talk, let them do whatever they want. Without scrutiny, it's a sport. If you're asking people to not get riled up and competitive, yet you ask them to like put their body on the line and compete, you, you can't have those things be mutually exclusive. You just can't. And right. so I, it was better than the men's, more compelling. Did that drama make it more interesting? Yes. But congrats, congrats to the LSU Tigers and congrats to Angel Reese. No, you're 100% right. Like, you know, LSU Iowa draws a better TV rating than the men's final. There's a reason for that. The Iowa upset over South Carolina was epic. Even though you had a buzzer beater in the men's final four, that upset was the best moment from the final, from both final fours. Um, I agree with you. Trash talking, like just listen to what Caitlin Clark said, said about it. Let, I have no problem with her trash talking. I like to trash talk. I, yes, I, I'm a, I like the show. During fives, you, you, you see me pick up text in intramural games. Like if I'm picking Dude, up text in intramural games, Angel Reese in the biggest stage of all in her sport should be able to put a ring on it signal if she wants to. That's a I joke talk that shit. That's not I talk shit to random strangers, like you said, <laughs> at, at Mission High School in San Francisco playing a co-ed game. I have no problem with people talking shit. The last thing I'll say, uh, because I was going to give this take regarding the men's final, sure. and it actually applies as well to the women's final. I texted you this, I think, uh, when I was watching Danny Hurley, the UConn coach, coach against the San Diego State head coach, I think Brian Butcher or something. Mm-hmm. 
Brian Dusher. I don't remember his name, but uh, <laughs> Kim Mulkey and the coach of Iowa. It's, oh, the right. same, it's the same story. These coaches, all four of them, look like the evil coach from a sports mm, movie, whether do. it be a high school sports movie, a professional sports movie, right. any given Sunday, varsity blues. Coaching Hoosiers, Iceland and Mighty Ducks. My, these guys, <laughs> they were the most evil looking coaches. Brian, Brian, whatever his name, Brian Boucher, the coach of San Diego State, they, he looks evil. He looks like he just paid his kids at halftime under the table. They showed his dad at one point. His dad looked like him plus 25 years. They both looked <laughs> like if you put a cloak over their head, they would be the Lord Palpatine from Star Wars. I mean, they were the most evil looking <laughs> dudes. It's just hilarious. But we, we got to put college basketball to bed. We talked about it for literally three, four weeks. And well, now we're done. What, let's put it to bed. And while we put that to bed, let's putt. About the master. Sorry, that was really bad. Um, <laughs> so I know nothing about golf. What I do know is masters are currently postponed, I believe, temporarily. Yeah. And I also know this. I used to like watching Tiger Woods when he would come back and try to compete. I don't like watching it anymore. It it's hurts sad. my heart to watch someone just not having fun anymore. He's not having fun and no one wants to watch tiger like it, it's in a weird way by retiring he just will put a floor on his fall from grace like every time he comes out there for another appearance in a tournament he just drops a little bit further in people's minds and people's hearts in terms of where he was you know about a decade ago and where he is now it doesn't make me want to watch i'm more interested for the first time in my entire life, probably I'm more interested to watch the live versus the PGA stuff, but head to head kind of stuff that they're tracking and talking about more than tiger. I think the time of tiger woods being the main draw for golf in my mind, not maybe it's been over, but I think for me now is it's officially over. It's not fun to watch it. Yeah. I, I, I I'll say amen to that because the tiger storyline it's for the, average like the, the the novice golf fan who only watches the majors and only ever watched for tiger you've got so much talent on these leaderboards it's live guys it's pga tour guys obviously john rom colin morikawa victor hovland brooks kepka mm -hmm. the live guy four up on everybody else uh so he's coming back into the fold playing well uh leading into the masters but it's just, it's the masters. There's no better golf tournament to watch at the end of the day. It's golf, but no grass is greener. No azaleas are brighter. No birds <laughs> chirp more sweet than at the masters. And I'm not a big golf fan. You aren't either, but we like to casually play golf a couple times a year. This is the only tournament on my bucket list to go Same. enjoy. Um, and so I think we got to do a shooting to trip to the masters at some point. Maybe it's in 20 years, by the way, like let's bookmark this. And, I love this. You know, let's do we'll, it. We'll see. But and, uh, yeah, we will, we will record and whisper from the masters and, in 20 years. And to bring this episode to a close and bring this full circle, I've seen too much content on social media, on TV about this pimento sandwich yeah. that is served at the masters. <laughs> yeah. I looked into it. And let me tell you what, this sandwich, which doesn't seem to have crusts, it's not going to make it to the tuning to 2023 bracket. <laughs> I'm no. so sorry. I don't, it's just like cream cheese, mayo, pimento cheese, 
white bread, no crusts, no toasted element, no accompaniments. It's going to be a hard pass for me. Hard pass for me as well. Um, <laughs> I know, I know we are wrapping up this quick, but lazy river episode here. Uh, baseball's back Onik. I know you're not a baseball guy. <laughs> I think the speeding up of the game, I think it's, it's it, baseball's coming back into the mainstream a little bit. My crazy take though, a little too fast baseball, slow down. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't uh, car racing here. Let's slow it down a little bit here, baseball. Also, I'm a Yankee fan this year. The Giants, you've shown you don't want to spend money. You have billionaire owner who won't spend money on your team to make it competitive. Therefore, I won't spend money on your tickets and I won't support your team. I'm a Yankee fan this year. Go Bronx Bombers. Bronx Bombers, I should say. Also, last <laughs> take, top headline on ESPN.com. I want your thoughts. Kyrie among five Mavs ruled out for must-win game. <laughs> either two two things same as it ever was as the talking's head heads would say or he is who we thought he was <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're done right we can we can put them to bed should we just should we tuck in Kyrie and what, Luca? What, what would be great is if Kyrie doesn't play and then Luca wins the game and then they make a playoff push without Kyrie that would be <laughs> the best storyline to come out of this Oh man, it's we, it's not good. It's not we, good. Christian Wood out for rest. What does that mean? <laughs> you didn't get a good night's sleep or what? <laughs> we will see you next week. We will do an NBA playoff special. Now that dust has settled, it is once again my favorite time of the year, my favorite postseason. Can't wait to talk about it. Rockets are going for Wemby. We won't talk about them till next year. See you next week. Good night, Mavs. It's been real. <laughs> you guys suck. And now we can seal your fate. You're done. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>